Hello, welcome to Hope Church Harrogate's message of the week. If you'd like to connect with us, please head over to hopeharrogate.co.uk forward slash connect. We'd love to hear from you. Hello, yay! Good morning, everyone. Nice to see you all. Um, wasn't that great worship this morning? Isn't our God amazing? Just as a parent, I just really want to take a moment and thank you all because me and my big kid today, who's four, so when I say big, you know, relatively, um, we stood during worship and we just looked around the room and looked at different ways that you guys were connecting with God. And it was just wonderful to be able to talk with her about how this person had their arms in the air and this person was clapping and this person was dancing and this person was whistling and to be able to point out all the different ways um, that we can connect with God. So um, just a big thank you, really, as a parent. It was just a real joy um, to be able to look around. It was a joy for me. um, And um, yeah, she really loved it as well. So thanks so much. Um, Let me get everything I need. Otherwise, I'm going to end up all over the place this morning. Uh, There we go. Uh, there we go. Um, so we are in our um, in our series, our series that we're doing in the first Sunday in our All Together Sundays each month. And um, I wonder if anyone can remember any of the three topics that we've been thinking about and talking about. To nudge your memory, Rachel spoke um, at the beginning and told us about three different things. There were balloons that went across the room. If that rings anybody's memories. I like a bit of involvement, so shout out if you can remember any of the three topics really loudly so I can repeat them in the microphone. Joining in. Well done. Good job, Carol. Joining in with Jesus. Anyone else? It's all right, because first of month, but once a month is quite a long time to remember between, so no pressure if you can't remember them. Oh, one moment. Oh, we talked about Rachel snoring, apparently. We've got one over here. Really loud, Em. Knowing and enjoying Jesus. Excellent. Come on. And there's one more. Anyone, anyone? Anyone, anyone? Let's have our slide up and we can see them all. Thank you so much. Knowing and enjoying Jesus, becoming like Jesus, and joining in with Jesus. So we're this morning going to be looking at joining in with Jesus. Um, So... um, This month, um, we aren't having pastries. Often we have pastries, don't we, Um, when we have our all-together service. But today, um, instead of pastries, I brought you socks. So hopefully you've all got a pair of socks. Wave a pair of socks at me. You are going to need these socks in a moment. If you don't have a pair of socks, Rachel's going to come down here during this challenge, and you can whiz down and come and grab a pair of socks. You're going to want to be fast because you need your socks for your challenge. We're getting into groups of... Four or five, four or five, if you can manage it. And your challenge, you've got two minutes, is to find as many different ways as you can to fold a pair of socks. You're just trying to fold a pair of socks, very simple. You have two minutes in a group to find as many different ways as you can. Your timer starts now. I can see all sorts of concentration going on. You've just got 20 seconds left. Make sure you know how many different ways you've managed in your group. Time is up, everybody. 
Okay, can you hold up your hands to show me in your group how many different ways you've managed to find to fold a pair of socks? Two, oh, seven over here, six, six, eight, eleven here. Oh, I'm just seeing like hundreds over here. Seventy-five. I want a video of that later. It's going out in the newsletter this week. Seventy-five ways to fold a pair of socks. Over here, five. Excellent. Two. Well, you've done amazingly. I'm very impressed. Um, I have found a video on YouTube which shows six different ways to fold a pair of socks, which I thought was quite good, but I've got 11 down here, so clearly you should all be content creators on YouTube because there is a market out there for it. Um, let me share with you um, a story um, from my life. Um, I recently came back from holiday, and we'd been on holiday for a week, but then we tied in a wedding at the beginning and a family visit at the end. Um, so you can imagine when I got back, um, a family of four, we got home and we emptied the washing pile out, and there were stacks and stacks of washing to go through. And you know, you get all your washing and you tidy it all away, and at the bottom is the mountain of socks, unpaired, lying there in this pile, and you're thinking, Oh, that is not a fun job. But, um, but here I need to tell you about um, a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, I really enjoy um, watching uh, this content creator, this, this woman on YouTube, who her, her title is The Folding Lady. Here is her YouTube. Um, I like to think I'm not alone in this. I, <laughs> you can laugh, I don't, I don't mind. I have no shame, actually. When I say it was a guilty pleasure, I almost changed the wording because I love to watch her folding clothes. I'm not alone. She has 23.6 thousand followers on YouTube and 638 thousand followers on Instagram. So if you're someone like me who likes to watch her fold clothes, then um, don't be ashamed. We're not alone. Um, but she, I watched this video on how to fold socks. And so I came back from my holiday, had this pile of socks, and I thought, this is my opportunity. I have an empty sock drawer. I can fold all of my socks in the same way, in this beautiful way that she's shown me. And, um, and I've got this beautiful sock drawer. Um, and so I did that, I folded them, my drawer looked amazing, all my socks folded, categorized. I also um, should tell you that when I moved house, my cutlery drawer didn't fit in the new drawers in the house. So I repurposed my cutlery drawer to fold my socks, categorized, spotty, black, fluffy, it's all tights, it's all here. Um, I know you're all really impressed. Um, thanks, <laughs> thanks. Perfection. There's no other word for it, is it? Perfection. Perfection in a sock drawer. Um, but what I didn't realize was that I was creating a huge problem for myself. Um, and so now I need to tell you something else that happens in our house. What happens is the clothes get washed. They get piled into one of these. We have a fair number of them. And then they get dumped in mine and Dan's bedroom. And they sit in our bedroom until one of us gets around to sorting out the washing. Now, in our house, if we're honest, that can take quite a long time. And so after a while of neither of us getting around to doing it, I think, I know, I'm going to dump all the clothes from this bucket upside down onto our bed. Then we can't go to sleep that night until we've sorted the clothes. 
some nights it just gets dumped back in the bucket, but we're going to move on from that. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, so we came back from our holiday. We'd done all the organizing. I'd made my beautiful sock drawer, perfect sock drawer. Then a couple of weeks later, I dumped all the washing back on the bed that had been sat in our room for ages. And we spent an evening, or hopefully not a whole evening, we spent some time <laughs> refolding our clothes and putting them back away in the drawer. And then we got to it, the pile of socks at the bottom. And Dan took one look and was like, I am not joining in with this. Ruth has made this drawer of perfection. I don't even know how to join in. He didn't fold them. He didn't put them away. I'd created this level of perfection that Dan was too scared to join in. Gutted, if you look at his face right now. <laughs> Absolutely devastated that <laughs> uh, he could not join in because I had created something beautiful. His fear of ruining my creative sock drawer excluded him from joining in. Um, and yeah, he was devastated. <laughs> in all seriousness, I think um, he wasn't devastated at all. But <laughs> maybe we can feel like this sometimes. Maybe we can feel like joining in with Jesus, um, with his beauty, what the perfect things that the, he's doing in the world. Um, it can feel a bit scary. It can feel big and challenging and pressurizing. Um, that if we join in, um, we might get it wrong. We might mess it up. Um, we know, we might know that it's a privilege to join with, in with him. We know, might know in our head that, oh, it, it could be exciting to join in with him. Um, we might even have seen other people joining in with him and thought, oh, I, I do want to do that. But the fear of getting it wrong, the fear of messing it up could hold us back. Um, because we can see God is amazing. We know that he has beautiful and wonderful plans. And we are just people, aren't we? Um, we get, I get things wrong. We, we sometimes get things wrong. Um, have you ever felt like you don't have the perfectly formed theology to share with your work colleague? Perhaps you felt like you can't explain why there's suffering in the world clearly to your school friends. Maybe you felt nervous because your friend needs prayer, maybe at the school gate or in a cafe, but actually you're just not sure that the prayer is going to be worded quite right for, um, for that friend to hear. Um, maybe you've held back on explaining the hope that comes from God being with us in all circumstances because it just might not make friends, uh, sense to our friend. It's so easy to not join in with what Jesus is doing, what God is doing in our world um, because we feel like we just can't quite do it perfectly. Maybe even a fear that we might mess up God's beautiful, perfect plan. But here is the good news. God is not like me. <laughs> That's good news, everyone. <laughs> God is not like me. Dan is totally right not to try and join in with my sock drawer because he would ruin it and I would be devastated. And if I'm honest, I'd redo it all because he wouldn't do it right. <laughs> but God loves us joining in. He invites us knowing that we're not going to get it perfect, knowing that sometimes we'll get things wrong, knowing that we are weak, knowing that we are weak. God knows our weakness, and he, it says, um, in our weakness, God's strength is revealed. In our weakness, his strength is revealed. 
He wants us to join in the fun. He wants to join in what he's doing, wants us to join in what he's doing. The joy of bringing his goodness to earth. He invites us not to laugh at us or to say, oh, you've got it wrong and let me show you how you've got it wrong. That's not the father we know, is it? He's the one that comes alongside us, who teaches us, who loves us, who wants us to be part of what he's doing. He wants us to be part of restoring the hearts of the brokenhearted, like we were singing earlier. He invites us in because he loves showing us his goodness and his kindness. He loves teaching us to see the world like he sees the world. He enjoys being with us. I think last time I spoke, I said, do you know that God enjoys being with you? I just feel like we have to keep reminding ourselves for that. So often it's easy to forget that God loves being with you. He enjoys you joining in what he's, with what he's doing. He's not doing it to give us, do us a favor, although he is a God who is generous to us. He loves us joining in with him. When we try, and perhaps do it badly sometimes, God still loves that we've given the little that we have, and he can use our weakness. It reveals his strength. So let's open our Bibles. Um, we're going to look at Luke 21, 1 to 4. Let me find my Bible. It's up on the screen there, but do, if you've got a Bible with you, do open it up. I'm just giving you plenty of time to find yours. It's not that it's taking me ages to find mine. <laughs> Great, and we're looking at just verses 1 to 4 in Luke. It says... As Jesus looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more coins than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. That woman may have approached the temple treasury thinking how little that she had to give how it was almost not worth going when it was such a tiny amount, wondering what's the point when this is such a small offering. I wonder if we've ever felt like that. Maybe we felt like, oh, I haven't really got much to give to God, or I haven't much got much to give in this situation. So is it even worth me joining in? Shall I just step back and let it happen? I wonder if you've looked around and thought, oh, that person would be much better at telling my friend about Jesus, or that person has a lot more uh, capacity to give. Like they can, maybe they can help that person better. They can show God's love better than I can. But this woman had very small, a very small amount, but she gave what she had. Even if you feel like you have very little, God blesses the little we have to give, and He uses it in such powerful ways. She could have thought, it's only two coins, it's not much, what difference will it make? People are putting in loads more than me. She could have thought, why should I bother? All these people have so much larger amounts to give. But Jesus, he saw her. He pointed her out to his disciples. He rejoiced in her sacrifice. Her small offering is so powerful that 2,000 years later today, we and many people all over the world are reading and hearing about it. Don't let the expectation of perfection, my perfect sock drawer, <laughs> stop you from joining in with Jesus. 
Don't let your own weakness stop you from joining in with Jesus. It makes God strong. It reveals God's strength. (laughs) Don't let someone else stop you from joining in with Jesus because you think, oh, they could do it better than I can. In 1 Peter chapter 2, uh, verse 9, again, if you've got your Bible, feel free to turn to it. Otherwise, it's on the screen behind me. Now I'm doing the flutter. It says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. I love that. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. We are God's chosen people. We are his royal priesthood. We are his holy nation. We are God's special possession. And we get the joy of joining in with him. We get to declare who he is in our words and in our actions to those around us. So the places that God has put us in, that we talked about earlier, the people who are regularly in our lives. We get to join in with him in bringing more of his goodness to the earth. We get to join in with him in shining more of his wonderful light into dark places. That's such a privilege, isn't it? If you don't know Jesus today, um, but you're exploring who he is, then can I encourage you to take these socks home? I hope you've got a pair that fit you. And when you put them on in the days to come, perhaps you could ask God to show you what he is doing in the places that you're going to, in the people's lives that you are connecting with. He really is doing so much, and I'd love to hear those stories, so come and catch me. I am never too busy to hear those stories of what God is doing. And if you already know God, then as you put these socks on, I've tried to pick distinctive ones so that you can see them and you know them. Um, As you put these socks on in the weeks to come, perhaps you could join me in asking Jesus, how can I join in with you today? We're going to end this time together, um, this bit of the time together, um, by praying. Um, In a moment, Sandra's going to come up and lead a song in about five minutes' time, but we're going to turn back to our groups again, and we're going to pray for each other. Um, You could pray, you could lay hands on each other if you want to. That just means putting a hand on someone's shoulder or arm, ask their permission before they do it, and, um, and we can pray for some of these things. Or if you'd prefer, you can lay hands on your socks, and you can pray for your socks, um, And what I'd love us to do is um, to pray for us to know that God is your good Father who delights in you joining in with him. Not just know it in your head, but know it in every part of your body. I'd love us to pray for one another um, that we know that we can bring just our little, even our little, even if we feel weak, we can bring that little to God. And he, he delights in that. And I'd love us to pray for those places that you've already talked about this morning, those people that you've already talked about in your groups this morning, that we can pray, um, yeah, to see, um, we can ask God to help us to see how we can join in with Jesus in those places um, and with those people in our lives. So if you want to turn to each other, we've got about five minutes, and then Sandra and the worship team will get up, um, and they will uh, lead us in one final song together. Um, But let's pray together. Let's pray for one another this morning.